Good afternoon, Holy Family. I hope you're doing well today. Fall has arrived. Woo! It feels so good out there. We just came inside from a fire drill, and by we, I mean the whole LaSalle building, and Mr. Andrew Coleman, who's here with us. Hello, hello. As well as Miss Amber Waring, who's here with us. What's up? So these are our uh, two new school counselors. I just got a text. These are our <laughs> two uh, new school counselors here at uh, at Holy Family, and you guys are just doing an awesome job. Um, if you haven't had a chance to meet these two, um, I encourage you to do that. You know, conferences will be coming up in a few weeks. That might be a good time, but you guys are awesome humans. Uh, really, really glad you're here. Um, the staff loves you, so you've been great additions. So we're going to chat with them a little bit, uh, get to know them a little bit, and chat about, um, you know, how they ended up here at Holy Family. We're going to play a, a new game called, well... <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about what it's called later. I want to. I want to change the name. But anyway, uh, we'll give you the um, the. Interesting. <laughs> I like the name. I've been repeating it in my head the whole time. Now you're wondering what the game is, but we're not going to tell you yet. Um, we're going to walk you through the uh, Holy Family Happenings newsletter, and then don't uh, get to know these guys a little better and play a game. Um, so in the principles corner, I just mentioned that right now we're recording this about ten minutes to three on Friday. The 4th of October, the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. He's awesome. Um, so just around the corner, probably 35 feet from my office in the chapel, we have adoration happening all day today. It's really cool. Um, and so people just kind of drop in all day long. There's a, um, Volunteers are scheduled by the hour, and then kids go in for you know 5 to 15 minutes all day long. Um, teachers bring them in there, and they pray. And it's really, really cool. So it's nice to be at a place like this where people are in there praying. A lot of people praying for our faculty, staff, and kiddos. Uh, we had Mass this morning with Father Mark Murphy. It was really great. So anyway, you're very, very welcome. You're more than welcome. You're encouraged to join us uh, first Fridays at 9.30 for Mass, and then we have adoration from about 10 o'clock until 3 o'clock uh, on the first Friday of each month as well. Um, so come as you are and pray with us if you like, or send me a prayer petition if you can't come but you'd like me to pray for you, because I always go to that Mass. Um, so Holy Family News, um, the biggest one and the coolest looking one is the gala's coming up. The 7th Annual Holy Family Gala is Friday, February 7. Doors open at 5. A bunch more information is there in the uh, newsletter. Um, that's at St. Ludamilla again this year. They make uh, their social hall looks so great. So really fun event, great food, great people, good times. Um, the Holy Family Walkathon did awesome. Holy cow. Yes. So our goal this year, um, you may remember, was $15,000 uh, for technology for the school. Um, and I think thanks largely to our new medium that we used, which was, um, what was it called? Fund Hub, right? Um, thanks largely to using this new medium called Fund Hub, where we did the online asking. Uh, we met our goal before the deadline, which is, that just doesn't happen in schools. Um, and we actually surpassed it, and we're already at 21,500. Wow. I know, that's more than like 33% more than what we were seeking, and you have until today. So um, that's really, really great. We got some matching gifts, and um, yeah, really awesome. So thanks very much to the PA for all your work on that. Um, super excited. Uh, script news, um, thanks if you've been ordering, and if you haven't, uh, 
please do. This this helps you and it helps the school. Um, there's a new feature this year. That's the option to pay online by credit card. You can even do like a monthly withdrawal where you tell it every month, you know, I want a $100 gift card to Walmart or whatever, and you can do it that way. So next order is Monday uh, the 21st. So you got a couple of weeks. Uh, get it in by 9 a.m. And then if anybody wants to help volunteer, I know Emery could really use some help on Friday mornings from 10 to 11 if you have any time. I'm um, sorting orders, picking up cards, all that kind of thing. Uh, you pick up on Wednesdays. Um, so if that would work for anybody, um, Emery's email is script. S-C-R-I-P at HolyFamilyCR.org. And then the student council over here at LaSalle Middle School is partnering with St. Vincent de Paul trying to collect 2,500 pairs of shoes. That's St. Vincent's goal. We're trying to help as much as we can. There is a box in each school building. Uh, we want new or gently used shoes turned in by October 24th. And the kiddos have been told that, but it'd be great if the folks at home would help them out. And then the last one for all of Holy Family is October 6, 2019. 65% of Iowa tax credit uh, can go for STO. So what that means is if you make a cash donation or a check donation or whatever to um, STO, that's the largest pool of financial aid donations uh, that the Catholic schools get to use. Those contributions actually receive an Iowa tax credit that's equal to 65% of the donation. So that's a great uh, donation you can make. There's more information available um, with a link to Our Faith STO as well as the Archdiocesan phone number you can call for more information about how to make donations to STO. And maybe if you're listening to this, that means you have kids in school. Maybe you're not in a position to make donations like that right now, um, but maybe your parents or you know friends, family, colleagues of yours might be interested in that. It's a great way to give. So thanks for that. And then for our LaSalle info, here's Amber. Hello, everyone. I'm just going to give you some quick updates from our LaSalle Middle School. Um, the sixth grade splurge is coming up, and I'm super excited about it. That You're is, going, right? I'm going. Woo. And so I'm really pumped to spend three days with kids doing awesome things at Camp Wapsi. So that's Wednesday, October 9th um, through Friday, October 11th. And so we are just so pumped and excited for what we have in store for these kids at Camp Wapsi. Um, another morning drop-off reminder, families, um, if you're dropping off your kids, please remember that the drop-off begins at 8 a.m., and if you are dropping your students off before that, you need to pay for the extended care. Um, and last update from me, mine's pretty short this week. Um, we, as you know, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard, we're getting rid of spelling for the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders um, this year. And there's also a bunch of other updates in the newsletter from the English, English language arts teachers. And so please check that out if you can. It is a tongue twister. It's big. All right. Uh, Andrew Coleman here, school counselor at St. Jude. Here's a few things um, noteworthy for St. Jude. We've got sicknesses and germs and all that fun stuff right now going on. So um, just make sure you're being thorough with washing hands um, before, after dinner. Um, it, you know, it helps a lot at, at school, too. Um, so just pass that information along to your family and friends. Uh, we have Scholastic Book Fair going on from October 8th to October 11th. Um, the times for those available are also in the newsletter. Grandparents' Day coming on Wednesday, October 9th. Um, if you haven't RSVP'd yet for Grandparents' Day, please do so. You can either email. That's really um, fun. That is so it is. That's cute. cute. It's really, it's really nice. And we do it over here as well in the spring. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can RSVP by emailing Heather Williams, our principal, or you can just call the office. Um, phone number is in uh, the newsletter. Um, America Reads is Thursday, October 17th. Um, there's going to be an all-school assembly at 9 o'clock in the gym uh, with, with parent readers and, and classrooms as well. So if you're interested in that, 
um, please contact the office. And the last thing you have from me is dress code reminder. Um, just making sure with this colder weather coming that we start wearing some some nicer slacks and and pants um, and skirts and jumpers can be worn if they have solid color leggings underneath. So that's all that we've got. Oh, conferences, conferences on Thursday, October twenty fourth from four to eight, and Monday, October twenty eighth from four to eight as well. You can come talk to me mm-hmm. and everybody else. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and we're doing a little bit of a different format. This is back to. Everybody in Holy Family, I'm going to go back and retroactively add this to the newsletter. Um, I'm going to put in three links uh, in the newsletter, uh, one for each um, group, one being preschool, one being being grades K through four, and one being uh, students over here at LaSalle. Um, And so you'll sign up on Sign Up Genius for that. It's going to be pretty much the same in pre-K through five. The biggest difference is going to be in grades six through eight. Rather than only meeting with your child's Lancer Hour teacher or lead teacher, um, you're going to sign up for a one-hour slot, and we still want every family to come, and kiddos are encouraged to come as well. Uh, We're going to have tables set up in the gym, and we'll have a table for each of those two English teachers that sent that lovely note home. We'll have a note set up for Miss Waring. We'll have a a table set up for Mr. Dole and PE. We'll have one set up for math, one for science. And every teacher will have a table, um, and you can um, go chat with every teacher that you like for five minutes at a shot. Um, So you'll sign up for a one-hour window just to make sure we don't um, have too many people in in one slot or another. Um, But you'll be able to sign up for for a one-hour slot between 4 and 8 p.m. on the two days of conferences. And then you can mosey around and meet with all the teachers that you want to talk to. So if you want to talk to three or four or five or six, you can meet with each of them. Uh, and the teachers have agreed that this would be really beneficial. And I think uh, the, the parents that are coming in will as well. So we'll make sure I get those links out there so you can start signing up for those. We'll just send out an email, I think, directly to everyone as well to make sure everybody sees it. Um, so let's let's get to know our counselors a little bit. Um, when we met you each at your interview, that was the first time I met each of you, yes. um, we had such a pleasant time getting to know <laughs> the two of you. And the first question that we typically ask people is, like, how did you end up in that chair here, you know, at, at this, you know, in my office. Like, what is it about either Catholic schools or counseling or um, elementary or Cedar Rapids or whatever it is? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you wound up here talking to us right now um, that you're interested in, in working with our community. Um, so I guess I would ask that you would just share some of that in, you know, a couple of minutes. Tell us how it is that you wound up here um, doing the work that you do. So uh, for, for me, it was... So this is my third year as a counselor. My first two years I spent in Dubuque, Iowa. Represent? At, at two, yep, rep, represent Dubuque, Iowa. You don't sound like uh, <laughs> Don't tell I, I don't know why I stuttered. I'm a I, don't know, I don't know why. Um, but I, I was at two uh, Catholic elementaries there, St. Colin Kill Elementary and Holy Ghost Elementary. Um, and I think what got me started in, in counseling, I just had a lot of good... Um, role models growing up. I had the counselor who I was lucky enough to have through middle school and high school, and we had some different student things that happened in our grade that were pretty traumatic, and so we were lucky enough to have her just kind of with us the whole time, and I I understood and recognized how much she meant to our grade and and our recovery from those things, and so I just wanted to be that kind of person for the students here. Um, I grew up going to a Catholic elementary school. I went to a Catholic university. Um, so I just kind of wanted to share the values that I have with my faith and also with my 
um, with my occupation. So um, what brought me to Cedar Rapids was um, my significant other, who is now my fiance. I just got engaged this, this yeah, past summer. Um, she works here in Cedar Rapids, and so um, just kind of getting ready to be closer to her and, and our situation there. So, um, yeah, that, that kind of just brought me to the area and my occupation for uh, being a school counselor. So um, I guess I'll pass it over to Amber and let her talk to you about it. Wow, that was a really good explanation, Andrew. I don't know if mine's as cool as this is, but... I just wanted uh, to pick on kids. That's what I meant. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. That's, That's pretty it. much it. I just thought it would be fun to be back in school. Um, middle school was so <laughs> it awesome was. for everybody. The awkward stages <laughs> are the best. <laughs> no, so my story basically is that I was in marketing for the last seven years. For those of you that have read my profile on the thing that um, Zach had sent out earlier... Um, and so I decided to go back to school to be a school counselor after being in the marketing field. I think a lot of that came from my mission trip to Zimbabwe that I went on a, a few years back. And I came back from Zimbabwe and just, um, yeah, it was a life changer. I just didn't know what I was doing sitting behind a desk doing marketing when I could be helping people like I was in Zimbabwe. And so that just kind of changed my heart. And I had a complete um, revamp of like, okay, with my, what am I going to do with my life to impact other people? And I figured out that um, youth working with like the adolescents is one of my favorite things <laughs> through a lot of volunteering. I know I sound crazy, but <laughs> but it's what I really enjoy. And so, yeah, that's how I ended up here. And I'm so happy to be here. You guys are awesome. So I, there, there's <laughs> confidence. I like it. <laughs> there's um, there's this thing from the University of Minnesota called uh, the 40 developmental assets, and they have like these different things that are indicators of if a child, and they have like 40 developmental assets for um, early childhood development, and for primary grades, and for um, adolescence and high school, and and so on. Um, and these assets are things that they that are indicators of if a child is going to end up um, healthy and happy, basically in their life, um, well-adjusted people who. Can contribute to the world and um, are happy and whatever, mentally and socially and whatever, healthy. Um, and uh, more than one of these is I have an adult in my life besides my mom or dad that I know I can trust and talk to about things. Um, and so I know, Mr. Coleman, you just came here chatting with a kiddo right before you left. And um, we just had two uh, eighth grade girls looking in here saying, we, we're supposed to talk with Miss Waring right now. And I was like, she'll be out in 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and so the kids seek you guys out. And sometimes kids get in trouble and they need to talk to you to mm -hmm. process things. And you guys help me or the you know other staff like to help kids process their thinking and make better choices. Um, and then sometimes kids just seek you out because they know that you're an adult they can trust. So you are an asset. Literally, you are one of the 40 developmental assets <laughs> for a bunch of our kids. So really, really glad to have uh, you here and to have really highly qualified counselors in our schools a real blessing so thank, thank you, you for that just to mention um holy family in cedar rapids is is like another like no other place i've ever worked with or even heard of before uh, everybody here truly is a family and i've been treated like that ever since i've gotten here so um kudos to the culture that you've created here yeah. as well so thank can you. i just ditto that did we use ditto anymore we used ditto. Yes, okay. yes, we did. <laughs> well and I, I walked into a lot of just really great stuff hopefully i'm just picking up you know what other people have handed on because it wasn't you know i should i should you, he pointed at me and said the culture you've built well i i've been here a little over a year um so a whole lot of stuff was laid out before me and hopefully i'm just picking up good stuff others have laid down and and then like we're all called to do we bring whatever God gave us to share. So, right. yeah. but yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Good stuff all around. Let's get to the important <laughs> stuff. We're going to play a game. Well, it's supposed to be called 
I always try to say it. Quirks, peeves, and scruples. Quirks, peeves, and scruples. That's <laughs> um, just a funny game about our quirks, our peeves, and our scruples. But what is that? Because it could be Q- QPRS. Because it's like alphabetical. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what would the R stand for? I don't know. That's my quirks, question. Quirks, peeves, <laughs> redundancies, is it or P before Q in the alphabet. L-M-N-O-P. Q. Oh, P-Q-R-S. Okay. It's, oh, it's, my friend doesn't know the alphabet. That's good. <laughs> I did kindergarten four times. I should learn the alphabet. Okay, quirks, peeves, and scruples. And so this game is one where um, I name a thing, and then they say if they have a preference. Um, so I think you get it. Um, it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. I name a behavior, and then um, they say if they have a preference. Um, so, uh, and I just have a handful here. The first one is... The toilet paper roll, over or under, or do you not care? Uh, so, growing up, I always did under, and then recently... I was, was it not a healthy household? Because <laughs> it's over, Ouch. man! Right. So, recently I was told that I was wrong, and so now... <laughs> It's all over. Get ready, yeah. Recently, so very significant other, you were wrong. Yeah, you're going to, yeah. When, yeah, marriage will do that to you. A lot of these things have influenced what I'm doing now, a lot of All them. right, all right, yeah, get ready. Uh, um, I have zero preference. I don't care if it's over or under. As long as it's there and I have toilet paper by me, I'm good. All right. Um, this next one might just be me, so this might not even be a thing, but I, volume, radio volume, TV volume, I need multiples of five. And air conditioning? Even numbers. I'm just weird. Miss Waring's laughing at me. I think you're straight up crazy. No, my, no, <laughs> got straight face. no for me, volume, yeah, it's got to be even number. Even number volume? Yeah, even number volume. Um, air conditioning, I really, it doesn't really matter to me. As long as it's cold, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all I care about. As long as it's cold. Winter is coming. Yeah. Uh, when you put on your footwear, do you put on your socks and then your shoes, or do you put on right foot first, or maybe left foot first, like sock, sock, shoe, shoe, mm-hmm. or sock, shoe, Sock, sock, shoe. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Uh, I do sock, sock, shoe, shoe. So I put both my socks on and then both my shoes on. That's what I do. Yes. Word. Yeah. I do the same thing only because my shoes are not in the same place my socks are. Do you know people that, that yeah, do sock, do shoe, that? sock, shoe? I feel like that's um, weird. You mean they do? Um, I think my 14-year-old does. I think Freddie does. Really? Yeah. And then I have a 3-year-old, and I think sometimes he does, like, sock. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> Random story. Or, or, or he'll just do like sock shoe or just shoe. Yeah. Or just shoe. I wonder what's going through their head sometimes. Yeah. Yes, I think it's the minority. I think you can actually look these up and see. Um, here's one. Um, oh, this, one. this is, uh, don't, don't cheat. Um, <laughs> this one I, I'd never seen in my life until, um, until I, I met my in-laws. Uh, but it makes sense to me because they always buy stick butter, so then it goes on the cupboard after they pull it out. I grew up with tu- well, like tub butter, stick butter, and spray butter in my house because that's how we do um, butter. Does it go in the fridge or does it go on the on the on the? We're the talking cupboard? sticks of butter, right? Well, feel free. Okay. Wow. Share yourself. If we're talking sticks of butter, my, this is I'm very passionate about this one. Oof. Um, sticks of butter go in the fridge, and my reasoning for that is because when you buy butter at the store, do you buy it? in the shelves or do you buy it in the refrigerator section? You buy it in the refrigerator section so it should stay in the refrigerator. So anything you buy in the refrigerator section or freezer section should stay (laughs) in its its level of cold? (laughs) Yeah. I think it should stay there, right? 
No, not right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is the way it should be. Amber? Um, I'm dairy-free, so I don't really use butter, but um, growing up, we had both. We had in the fridge and we had on the counter because I do see the perspective of the other people that spreading hard, cold butter on nice, soft bread destroys the bread. So I feel like you need to have you gotta develop butter. the craft of of smooth. Butter oh, you're bread. sticking with this. Yeah. Wow, yeah. even yeah. with the bread argument. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's hardcore. Yeah, and he likes hard butter apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that he does. Uh, when you eat your meals, do you have a particular food order? Like I have a sister who doesn't like food to touch other mm. foods. Like my corn shouldn't oh, touch my, my mashed potatoes. Like yeah. Shouldn't touch my you know turkey whatever. I like, kind of like that actually. Really? Yeah, I don't necessarily like. I don't like. My corn touching my fruit or something like that. Okay, I got to stop chat. The question, though, sorry, is is there an order? Okay. Do you drink in between things? Or do you eat salad and then vegetable and then bread and then meat? Or do you vice versa? Or I always start with, like, the main dish. So if I'm, like, eating a steak at a restaurant, I always start with the steak, eat all the steak, and then I eat everything else that I have. And my reasoning is because you're paying for the steak. You're not paying for the fries, right? You're paying for it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I feel like that's like the if you have to waste one, yeah, waste the cheaper one. Yeah, oh, right. Uh, that's fair. Damn. I I do not have an order because I don't normally sit down to eat meals. I I'm a grazer, so like I eat throughout the day. I have like my scheduled little snacks throughout the day, so I'm never like got a huge plate of food. And then if you do like like in his scenario, you go out to eat. Yes. You don't have an order like okay, I'm gonna eat this first and then that and then that. No. All right. No. How about the dishwasher? Um, do either of you believe there is a right way to stack the dishwasher? And I know people who actually, like in my house, growing up, we never used the dishwasher except for like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh. My mom and dad, after every meal, would, and this was like part of their like their thing, like their vocation. It was like, I cleared the table because I like doing that. And then yeah. that's what I would say, thanks for dinner, mom. And then, so I'd clear the dishes put them in the sink, and then my mom and dad would wash and dry together and put them away. It was like their thing. They would talk and just have a conversation. That's not, that it is was. cute. Keeping the marriage alive. But there's a, there's a case for using the dishwasher, and there's a kit, you know. So I don't know. Do you guys have a – anyway, back to the question. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm so, jello today. The way that I do it is there's specific spots for each thing. So, like, big plates go in one spot. Little plates go in another spot. You don't, like, mix them together. That's just crazy. <laughs> And bowls, I started, so growing up, I always put bowls on the bottom shelf with the with the plates, but then recently I was told that I needed to put the bowls on the top, and so bowls go on top. Because they're kind of like a cup. Cups. They're yeah, cup-shaped. I get that, yeah. All right. This is the first time of hearing there's an order. Like, I'm just throwing <laughs> things in there hoping it gets clean. So. Oh, and silverware, too. Like, does silverware go up or down when you put it in? I always... When I was growing up, I always had to make sure that the silverware was facing up. Oh, mm-hmm. my word. But now I just... You guys are very specific about this. Yeah. Well, silverware... It's like a cult. You can lose a finger. <laughs> sure. With yeah. your knife facing up. Yeah. Uh, Knives always go down. Yeah. Unless you've got a really bad dishwasher and it's not getting <laughs> clean like that, then... Yeah. Uh, just a couple more. You're like, oh, let's pull our kids from the school, honey. These people are weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fair when you're driving, I, there is a right way to do this. I just don't know what it is. I know you're supposed to change lanes after you do two other things. Are you supposed to look and then signal and then change? Are you supposed to signal and then look and then change? I I have a 14-year-old who doesn't know how to drive, and I was like, I don't, there is a right order. I remember reading about it when I was 13, getting my permit, but I don't know what is right. Do you guys have a way of doing it? Uh, I think I always do, hold on, I got, I I signal, then look, and then change. Signal? 
So I feel like the signal is just an extra like warning to them, like, hey, I'm getting ready to turn. And so when I signal, then I look over and then I change the lane. At least you look. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am uh, for sure a looker and then a signaler and then a changer. I want to make sure that there's room for me first before I yeah. am moving over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, last one. When you go to movie theater, is there a place you want to be? In the middle. Always in the middle. Smack in the middle? Yep. Okay. Does it matter, like, up front, farther back? Wait. Middles in the middle. Middle, middle. Oh, just like, <laughs> like directly in the, in the middle. Directly Longitude in the middle. and latitude. Yes, okay. I like to be right in the middle. Gotcha. Central. Yeah. I, I think I, I don't care. I don't think I like to be in the way back. I don't think I like to be in the way back. Uh, I don't think it, I would either. I can see a bunch of people's heads in front of me. Yeah. Like, oh, what are you people doing And then you get distracted. See, yeah. I do. I like being in the very back, like the very last row mm-hmm. in the middle. Why? I just like seeing everything in front of me. I'm like one of those people. So like my office, my desk is facing mm-hmm. the door so that mm-hmm. I have everything in front of me so I can see. I thought because you're just, nice and you want to be welcoming. Yes. Well, that too. <laughs> that you was my reasoning. control me when I Come walk on, in Andrews. your office. Yes. No. Yeah. That's just, yeah. So very back middle. All right. And and while we were talking about the, the podcast this week, Mr. Coleman, you had another idea for a game. So if you're one of our loyal listeners, you can look forward to, um, what was it called? Five in five. Five in five, which is like you name five things of a certain category. So I could be like five cookies and that'd be an easy one. And then I could like challenge people and be like five popes of the 20th century. And like you have to do that in five seconds. <laughs> in five, five seconds. In five seconds. Yeah, so I could, you could I could challenge people to make it a game, but we're not gonna do that today. We've taken enough of your precious time. Um, yes, and that's gonna wrap us up. And I do apologize for last week. These two um, were gonna be our very special guests last week, and I don't know what happened to our tech, but it flopped. This and is so totally our first time recording this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we uh, we um yeah we're supposed to read last week's newsletter. Well, we did read last week's newsletter last we week, did. but somehow it didn't work. I don't know why. Um, but I don't really have much else. Um, I am thinking a lot about the Iowa Michigan game. Do you guys have anything? Hawks. Anything else to share before we go? No. I oh, don't. you're a Cyclone fan. I am. So I really don't care about the <laughs> Iowa Michigan game. Who are the Cyclones playing? <laughs> Nobody. I think they have a bye week, don't they? Okay, we'll go Cyclones. I hope you heal well this week, Cyclones. <laughs> right. All right. Have a good I weekend. Don't quote me on that. I guess I don't watch it that faithfully. All right. Have a good weekend, you guys. Bye. Bye.